We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, guys, welcome to another edition of Down by the Bank, brought to you by the Blue Wire Network. This is Derek. What's up, y'all? It's JK3. Man, we're recording uh, right before the uh, Ravens game. You know, we had a tough loss last week, and you know, unfortunately, everybody else is losing. So we're still in the same position silver, that we are silver now. Silver <laughs> linings playbook, baby. Yeah. But, um, you know, hey, it, that's what the NFL is all about. It's exciting. It, it's fun. It's fun to still have a competitive team. We're still very much in it. Got some injuries. But, you know, before we talk about this Ravens game, I heard Jim Cantor stopping by tailgate this weekend. Is that Man, what you it's, said? It's supposed to be, it's supposed <laughs> to be ugly. I, I've, I've been watching, you know, tailgating is my thing. Um, the way that I look at it, you only get about eight or nine of these things, uh, guaranteed a year. Uh, and then if you get into the playoffs, you get so lucky. So I'm a tailgate guy. That is my thing. Uh, and I've been watching the weather like it's nothing. Saturday, it, it's, it's going to be ugly. Sunday, you know, the rain is supposed to taper off by about maybe one, two o'clock in the afternoon, just enough time. The wind, I, I'm worried about the wind. Where I, where I tailgate in Lai, um, you know, I usually am one of the first cars there. I can get under the overpass, you know, so I'm not worried about rain. I can get under the overpass and be pretty, you know, covered from rain and everything else like that, man. It's just the wind, you know, the wind blowing the beer pong cups, blowing the, <laughs> blowing all the, uh, all the, uh, the, the pong balls away. Uh, you know, the wind is, uh, affects the drinking games, man. That's, that's what I'm worried about. You know, you might have to put a little English on that that ping pong ball to get it in the cup. You know, a little bit, man. A little mustard, <laughs> a little, little spicy mustard coming coming off there. You have to play the wind. You know, uh, it's like in, in golf, you gotta gotta play the play the play the wind, man, and see which way it's going in. But no, I think uh, you know Sunday, and, and again too, I think I'm just super excited uh, because it is a Sunday night game. Um, you know, the weather is going to be, it's going to be cold. So, you know, we get one of these cold, uh, you know, tailgates again where we, we, we can, uh, you know, not have to worry about sweating and everything. But I know that Monday morning, man, if you haven't taken off, that Monday morning is brutal. Coming, I mean, that Monday morning is going to be tough, man. You know, it's definitely one of those things where you, we talk about, Hey, we want Sunday night games. We want Monday night games. And then you get to work the next day. You're like, man, <laughs> what was I thinking? Feel like he like, got hit by a Mack truck. Like I went to work after the, you know, the Monday night game. I went to work the next day and I was there on time, ready to go. Now, did I get caught in the traffic jam? No way. As soon as Cincinnati crossed that 50, I grabbed wifey. I said, let's go. We, we got up out of there and it wasn't nothing personal. I don't know. It was because I knew like most of y'all did, but just didn't, you know, do anything. 
that it was going to be a traffic jam and some of y'all didn't get home till 2.30. That's not going to be me again this weekend. No way. It'll be no me way. again if they're if they're on their way. If they if they if they win, you know, I I, I stay in the seats. I'm like uh, I'm like Leo uh, from uh, Wolf of Wall Street. I'm not leaving. Yeah. We're not yeah. leaving. <laughs> now, so, if, if it's getting tight, then I'm not going to go anywhere and I'll just yeah. suffer. But if I know if I can see something getting ready to happen, I'm like, yeah, nah, I'm, we gonna go ahead and exit. You know, uh, but no, it, it's definitely exciting. To have these types of games, exactly. Night football, that, that's man. the point. That's a big deal, dude. That's a big deal to have. I mean, especially you know, since the week, it, it, it's great because like we're playing meaningful football in December, uh, primetime game in December, um, and then it's kind of one of those. I, I like Sunday night football a little bit better than Monday night personally. I think Sunday night's like the cap of the weekend. It's one of the things where, depending on if you got some skin in the game, you know, it, it's going to be a good game or not. But it's just always, you know, good to have on. And you know, uh, again, a prime time game where you know the country is going to be able to watch the Jags. The last two games, you know, we've had, uh, you know, the Monday night game. Depending on how you look at it, you know, if you if you don't have any skin in the game. It was a good game, right? It was very competitive. I mean, last night you're watching Thursday night football, um, and it's like what, 60, 63 to 21, you know, which is, which is crazy what the Ravens were, or excuse me, what the Raiders were able to put up. But, you know, it's one of those games where a lot of people will be tuned in, definitely going to have a majority of the country. Um, and, you know, I just hope that, you know, Jacksonville can continue to put up, uh, you know, good opponents, good numbers. And, you know, hopefully we can continue, you know, to build on these, uh, the, these big games that we have. Uh, before we get into the Ravens game, man, I mean, bro, let's just talk about the D over the last two weeks. I mean, zero and two against backups. What? What? I mean, where? Where? Where are we sitting at, man? Considering where we started at the beginning of the year, we were like, "Yo, this defense is insane." Like, this is what we weren't talking about, and now we're still continuing to talk about the defense. Like, what is going on? So, what? What? Do you, what is your assessment over the last two weeks? Um, we have the players. You know, deep on the on the on the secondary, we've been hurt, but really, it's it's really up front where we're getting kind of we're getting kind of our butts kicked, getting and I think handled. that has a I think that has a lot to do with scheme. Mm-hmm. I think that teams understand. All right, look, we need to put two hats on forty one at all times. Yeah. All right, two hats on him. Tight end chip, black on uh, back on the uh, backside, mm-hmm. whatever. Usually in in a proper modern world, you would see the running back and the tight end line up on the same side. Yeah. Now you could say that in whatever, you know, way you learn to, you know, to play football. That that's what people growing up to see. That's what you think. No, no, that's not what is reality. Reality is they can put that back wherever they want to, or they can put that tight end wherever they want to. And what they try to do is you'll see it's an option. Basically the back is going to wait for Josh Allen to line up, and then they're going to line up on that side, and then the opposing team's going to adjust the play. That's how much attention he commands based off of what the offense wants to do. Now, on the other side, Trayvon Walker, and and Trayvon's been playing exceptionally well this season. I'm so excited. He has But there's still a little bit of the youth because what they're doing with him is they're just going to scheme him out of the way. They know what he can and can't do, so they're going to say, all right, this is what he can do. This is what he can't do. So that we're going to go around that. And that's just the learning curve of being a professional football player. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that's, that's where I think up front is where we're kind of getting our butts kicked and it's just trickling down to everything else. And then on the back end, you know, Cisco's coming down and trying to make big plays. He's, and he's playing banged up. I know he is. Yeah. It's got to be. 
Um, I think him and Rayshon are, are, are banged yeah. up right now, too. So, and in cover corners, you know, we got guys coming off the bench, man. They're doing their best. Mm-hmm. They, they truly are. I think, I like, think, uh, Monteric Brown's been playing awesome. I, oh, yeah. I, f- for the role that he's been, been, been getting into. I think, you know, Monteric has been playing well. I, I think Trey's been good. Uh, and then the, uh, the nickel that has, has come up and made some plays over the last couple of weeks. Uh, I can't, I can't call his name. I think it's Jackson, I believe. Is it Jackson or is yeah. it, um, yeah, Monteric Brown, Gregory Jr. Our Junior, Greg, Gregory Jr. Junior. Yeah, yeah, Gregory Jr. Yeah, he's been he's yeah. been playing really good, man. But I think like the the D has it's been they've been opportunistic. Like they've been able to get off on some third downs. Um, they've been able to get some turnovers. Uh, you know, we 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 managed four turnovers or three three turnovers last week. Um, you know, as well as against against the Browns. But I just feel like they're just in this hole that they can't climb out of. I just really do feel like that. They were in a hole against Cincinnati where they got into a shootout. And then, you know, the hole that we got into was Trevor got hurt and we weren't able to, you know, will our way there. There was a hole where we couldn't get out of our way where McManus, uh, you know, missed the field goal. Uh, You know, a guy that's been, you know, pretty spot on from the field goals as well. Uh, And then, you know, we're just in this hole where we're just behind and we can't get out of. Um, you know, especially in, in in Cincy last week. I mean, uh, in um in, in Cleveland last week, man. It's like the plays are there. You know, you know, make the play to get off on third down, and then boom, wide open in Joku. Not once, but twice. You know what I mean? Just wide open plays and wide open things that were happening, and then we're able to continue to you know get some push on the defense and get a turnover. But then it's just like we are just one step forward, two steps back. You know, we throw an interception, receiver may run, run the wrong route, some communication issues, some timing issues. And I just feel like right now, man, you know, these last two weeks, they just got to get back to basics. They dropped two, uh, two AFC opponents. Um, and then I just think we have got to really hit the reset button if we can. And I hate that we've been doing it this late in December, but you got to f- find out right now on if this team is going to be able to make a run and get hot or not. The, yeah. I mean that that's pretty much it. And and then this game coming up right now is a, another measuring stick game. Baltimore's 10 and 3. Mm-hmm. You know, they they're they're the number 1 team in the AFC right now. They're going to come in um and, and they've been making some highlight plays. Lamar, you call him a runner, you call him a passer, whatever you decide to. The defense right now has got to come in in my opinion has got to really be able to set this tone for this game on Sunday night. Agreed. And one of the things that we can do to um to, to get going, it's pressure. And I'm not talking about four down linemen and trying to, you know, you know, just we're going to, you know, Josh Allen's going to win. They have to get creative. One of the things you mentioned about, you know, you just said was they're, they're just, you know, we're just in this rut and they got to change that around. And one of the things I wish they did at the halftime of the Browns game amongst a couple other games is our halftime adjustments aren't there. Like we're not doing anything different. There's no way we should have let Flacco do that to us. Okay. And if Flacco did to the, that to us, buddy, that's coming on on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to do 10 times worse. Yeah. Okay. So they need to adjust. All right. So what do we know about Lamar? Okay. He hasn't been running as much. Why? I think because he got his contract, but who knows? He might be saving himself for the playoffs. He hasn't had to run. Yeah. But he hasn't really had to either. That's right. So the one of the things that I think we should do is blitz him from the right side. Make him go left. Keep the guy on the backside home and keep it coming from the, from his one side. 
Okay. Odell is not Odell five years ago. He's still uh, electric. He's still electric. He's still he's uh, would, he's still he's still he, he's still electric. I mean, I he ran the he, he ran the wrong route last week, and Lamar just throws it up and said, "Hey, Odell is down there somewhere." And you know, he still got elite ball uh, skills. He still uh, got elite ball skills. Man. Uh, I disagree I, with you on that one. I, I, I would say Zay Flowers on their team can can scoot. Of Go, course, you know, yeah. I, I mean, but, of course, you you got so, that, but you can't say that Odell. But I'm not talking, good. I'm talking like in the quick game. Like I think that they 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 have to, you know, get him out of his comfort zone and out of his rhythm. If you've seen the games where he has struggled, it's when teams aren't scared to come after him because of his legs, but, but at the same time, they're understanding that you know you got to stay home but we got to get him so it's like how do you how do you do that how do that's that's you know a a contradiction of each other how do you stay home and get him at the same time well you got to blitz a little bit you got to come off a lot like you got you got wingard that's he's the craziest son of a gun on the team man you need need to bring him down and do something chase chase him get him out of that comfort zone to where he's just sitting back there making decisions when he wants to run or throw and i feel like they need to really focus on that right side, make him go left and throw with his right hand because he's not, I mean, he's been accurate this year, but he still historically has not been a a game changing passer, you know, on the dot. He's been more of a, when he's comfortable, he can do things. So I would agree with you there. If we were getting production from the interior uh, defensive line, I would agree with you there. 100%. If we were able to get push up the front, uh, now, again, you know, we've been banged up there, you know, as well. Uh, if we were able to get push and productivity up front, I would say that this team would be able to cover, you know, uh, and, and have the way that the DBs and the uh, the backside has been playing. I, I would say that we'd be able to get some coverage sacks based off of defensive line productivity, but they haven't been producing. The only person that's been producing, been producing and like showing up on the stat sheet is 41. Again, I know that Trayvon has been playing well and, you know, has been, you know, being blocked. Um, you know, the stat sheets, the QB hurries and those things like that. Yeah, those are those have been there. But from the interior defensive line, I'm talking about Gostas. I'm talking about Fotosaki. I'm talking about, you know, Roy in the middle as well. We need some push there in the middle to be able to have those guys come on the outside. And if, if Lamar does decide to step up, I need one of those three there to be able to, you know, one, stop the gap, but two, be able to, you know, meet at the quarterback. And I haven't been seeing that because, I mean, again, if, if Lamar, if we give Lamar the opportunity, if we don't, if we blitz, he's going to get outside of the pocket. I mean, and that's going to be, he's an elite runner. If we stay at home and just have, uh, you know, coverage sack or, you know, just coverage, you know, he's a good passer. So we're, we're going to be able to give up right there. So again, like where, where do you think you, you think it's going to be from the blitzing? You think it's going to be from the safety? I, you think it's going to be coming from Cisco? Like, because if we give this guy all day to throw, he's going to carve us up. Uh, and if we give him, you know, the time to run or if we give him the ability to run and don't respect the rush lane or excuse me, uh, don't keep the gap assignments, he's going to find a lane. He's going to take off. Yeah. And, and that's the hard part. It's, you know, like I said, it's, it's almost like a contradiction of each other. How do you blitz but stay home at the same time? I could tell you for starters, Ronnie Staley, left tackle, mm-hmm. dudes like all world. Yeah. Um, I mean. He's the anchor of that O-line, and it's tough. It's very tough, like getting home with four. 
So unless Allen, you know, straps up the cleats, man, and just says, you know, I don't care who's in front of him, me, mm-hmm. I'm getting after it, uh, then that could change things where we could. But I feel like we have to generate some type of pressure to get him out of rhythm, to make him like he he's he hasn't had to run. You're right. But I also feel like he doesn't want to run because yeah. he's like, I don't need to. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it's like, well. Well, we can just surround them and make them stay in the pocket. Trust me, about 13 teams have tried that, and I think that's only been successful three times, and yeah. I don't think it was really all that successful. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's I'd rather have him making quick decisions with, uh, you know, with, with his receivers. And, you know, whether if it's Odell, whether if it's Zay Flowers, Rashad Bateman, and, and look, they're tight ends out. His yeah. best weapon's not playing. Mark Andrews is is hurt. He he's uh I think he was another victim of the uh hip drop tackle that they've been talking about lately yeah. a few weeks ago. Yeah. So I just we just need to get him out of rhythm. Yeah is the main thing. Yeah, get him out of rhythm and then, you know, also uh, I think, you know, the 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 D has got to be uh opportunistic here. Like, you know, like if 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 Zay is going to get if we're going to give up a slant, you know, we need to give up a slant. But then also, you know, be in there raking the ball out, you know, looking to try to get the ball out every opportunity we can. Um, The ground is going to be wet on 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 Sunday. So, you know, we've got to be opportunistic as, as the best that we can there. Um, I think, you know, just not only just hitting, but, you know, just being able and rallying to the ball. We got to have someone there. You know, the yak has got to be to a minimum um, because you got guys like you mentioned earlier that can scoop Odell. He can take he can take a slant to the house. Zay Flowers for sure can take the top off of the defense as well. So not giving anything up top, but then I think also you know being able to limit the yak and again just man Foyer with the linebackers y'all y'all have got to just stay in position and be where you're supposed to be. Like I don't want the blown coverages. I think have been you know an issue, especially last week and the week before last. Um, you know you just got to really be there and try to you know really do the best that we can to to to, to limit anything extra limit any of the big plays um and then i think again you know you got to get you got to get to lamar you, you got you yeah. got to man i know that's easier said than done but you got to get there man because if he if he sits back there and if he can throw it his arm his arm I, I don't get why people just said that he wasn't he's just i've been watching him everybody's been watching him when he was at louisville um he's just elite man Elite on yeah. elite elite it's, rushing man. I mean, I, I'm he leads the lead, he leads his team in rushing. I can't say yeah. enough about him, man. It's just man, the, the arm is there. It's just I think that when you make him move faster than he wants to, and I'm not saying like as far as his top speed, I'm saying his decision making, his processing. Yeah, then you have a puncher's chance. When you just, oh, we're just going to sit him in the pocket and sit back there. Yeah, that's what, what six, seven years now? That stuff yeah. still ain't working. Okay. Yeah. It's still not working. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, do you, do you think this defense? So, so, you know, I hate to, to reference last year. Um, but you know, we did beat them last year when they were here. Do you think this defense, um, is better than last year in a sense of personnel to where they could, you know, kind of almost replicate what they did last year to be successful? Yeah, no, because what you mentioned earlier about the push up front, we're just not generating the, we're not getting the, last year, we were, last year, we weren't getting sacks. It came, didn't it come down last year to Trevor leading us? It was, yeah. a, it was a, a game winning drive by him. Drive, right? Yep. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. There we go. So, so last year, we weren't getting sacks. Mm-hmm. This year, we're not plugging up the middle. Okay. So, um, 
it, it's something that we need to uh, get better at. And the basic, not saying that the two offenses aren't are the same because they're not. The Ravens yeah. and the Jags don't really run the same stuff, but they do have the basic concept of RPO, which is what most teams have. But I think the Jags and the Ravens do it a little bit more than most teams. So, um, I, you know, I, and I won't say that that's all we do. It's definitely not, but sure. that's what the Ravens do. So Doug should, and Doug Caldwell and them should be ready for um, to to coach the guys up to make sure they understand what what the assignments are. And I feel like coaching on the defensive side of the ball hasn't been a problem. It's just been, you know, the last couple of weeks we've just been in a funk. And mm-hmm. it happens every NFL season. Teams go in a funk. Are we in a L.A. Chargers type of funk? No, not that. <laughs> Definitely not that. But just, all right, we got how many games to go? What are we, eight and Three. five, 13? So we got um, Three or four games left. We got four games left. Okay. We got to get at least two of these to contend for the division and three or four to lock it up. Okay. I don't know, man. I I don't don't know. Yeah, because, I mean, Indianapolis and and freaking Houston are nipping at our heels, man. So we got it. We got to get, we got to get at least in my, from what I see, two or three of these. Cause I think one of the, one of Colts or, or Houston, their schedule is cake. Uh, I think Houston, Houston, Houston is, is cake. But then again, Houston, um, I think CJ Stroud is, is kind of hurting. And, uh, I, I think, I know they lost Tank Dale too. They, they lost Tank. So I, I think right now, man, you know, where they are and not looking at what other teams are doing because getting into that mind frame of like, oh, we need this team to lose before we can get there. I, I think the Jags, I think we, I think we got to look past that. We never make it easier on ourselves. And right now, these last four games, in my opinion, are going to define this is the last quarter of the season. It's going to define, you know, how you're going to go forward and how, you know, you're going to be recognized as a team. You know, the, the, the two, the two game losing streak, you know, completely on that, that, that's it. You lost two bad games. You lost against, you know, a backup quarterback with Cincinnati and you lost to, you know, Joe Flacco. Um, you know, th- those are two terrible, you know, losses that we've, that we've got going on. Going forward right now, you're going to play a Baltimore team that, you know, has aspirations and that's going to be probably even, or that is probably going to end up being the number one seed, uh, you know, in the AFC. So measuring stick game. How are we going to, you know, are we going to see these guys down the road? Um, you know, and how are we going to continue to look forward, you know, you know, playing this team? Tampa Bay is a team. Um, respectfully in their decision that are, that are in, you know, the ballpark of being able to contend for their division, even though the AFC or the NFC South is, you know, as crappy as it's going to be. You got two back to back NFC South opponents that should be clean up victories for you as well. And then on January for or January 7th, you got Tennessee, you know, up in Tennessee right now. Uh, again, rivalry game that you should really be able to, you know, destroy. Uh, they're going to be looking to set the tone and set the momentum going into 24. Uh, this is where we need to come in and again, establish the, the dominance. So these four victories that we have to have, in my opinion, we gotta get, we gotta have them. We gotta have. I want to go four and zero here. Oh, I want to oh, go four no, and zero. No here. question. No question. No question. I want to go four and zero here and build that momentum going into the playoffs. I mean, you know, we can look at seating. Seating is done. Seating is out of the way right now. The goal right now is to, you know, take the lessons learned from these last two and go into the and go into the postseason with a full steam ahead. 
Agreed. I mean, you got to, man. I mean, they, they never make it easier on them. They never make it easy on themselves. Like the Jags have every opportunity to do something special. And, you know, we've got to pull out the cardiac cats. You know, we've got to go, you know, around the, the hard way, right? It's just like going, it, it's, it, it's, you got the straight path where you can try to take it that way. And I, I think, you know, with them, it, it's, it's got to be a tough division or it's got to be a tough way, you know, to, to, to get to the promised land. Um, you know, and I think on Sunday, uh, again, with it being a measuring stick, um, you know, game for us and literally going up against one of the best teams in the NFL, uh, you know, I'm really anxious to see how we, you know, how we, how we lead and how we go in, go out on a, on Sunday night. Let's pause at 20. Yeah. We had a good idea. Let's just pause there and then we'll go into the offense and keys to victory, what we need to do. I uh, kind of talk about some of what the offense has done, um, you know, and what we need to do on Sunday night. And we're back. And, you know, we've been talking a lot of defense lately. We've kind of stayed off of the offense just because that's just been the talk of the town, whether if it's, you know, guys running the wrong route. Coaches say they didn't run the wrong route. People think they know more than the coaches do. Coaches might be covering for the players, all this back and forth. Calvin really doesn't want to be here. Does he smoke too much? Does Zay Jones really want, you know, you know all, I've heard a thousand things. Okay, here's what I do know. Trevor was mad. Calvin really was mad. I don't think Calvin Ridley does not want to be here. I think he does want to be here. Okay. They, they're professionals. All right. You would be mad too if you were them. So they have to find a way to, to work it out. Do I think that he ran the wrong route like altogether? No, I think it was clearly an option route and he just made the wrong decision. I think over the last few weeks, people have said, well, watch him. He's running the wrong routes. He doesn't, you know, da da da, doesn't know if he wants to be here or not, da da, and all this fancy stuff. You know, I feel like the offense is when when the three receivers are on the field at the same time, meaning Zay, Kirk, and Ridley, they're they're one of the best. But it's clear when they're not on the field at the same time, there's problems. That could be because the offense that Doug runs, the receivers have to have multiple responsibilities. And we know that. They've mentioned that before. Mm-hmm. Their route trees isn't just, hey, you're an X, you're a Y, you're a Z, you're a yeah. slot, you're a, you know, you're a flanker, whatever, whatever, you know, words they use. No, he doesn't do that. They all line up in certain, you know, directions. They have routes based off of coverages and looks and whether Trevor makes a check at the line. And so it's probably not the most, you know, easiest offense to run. So I think that it's definitely, you know, it can be corrected. It's just a matter of putting in the work to do it. And yeah, we're talking about days, not an off season or a, a camp. But like I said, these guys are professional and professionals and they can do it. It's just that we're, we're down a man right now. Parker Washington has filled in as best he's could. You know, he's run some, you know, he's run some wrong routes at times and, and, and it's been, you know, not the, the prettiest thing, but then he's made plays at, at times. It's yeah. just the, what happens in the league, man. Yeah, no, I, I think um, th- this Sunday is it, got to be a, a step up game, in my opinion. It, it's got to be a step up game, um, you know, for for the offense. You know, it, we just got to put all that stuff to bed. Really do. I mean, I think you know you've got to go out. Uh, you're going out with Ridley, you know, Zay, and uh, you know Parker Washington, you know Evan Ingram, Etienne. I think it's a step up game. I think you just got to really come out and. Um, you know, show that that this is a team, this is an offense that's capable of, you know, running and, and executing 
at a good um, a good efficiency, and they get they just have to show it. Uh, we're getting you know a little back. We're getting Cleveland uh, you know back as well. But I think that you know primarily for us, it's just got to be you know where you're running the right routes. Everyone's doing their job. This is a do your job game. You know, and you've got to really be on your P's and Q's here, considering that who you got on the opposite side of the ball. You've got an absolutely talented defense on the outside of the opposite side of the ball, you know, led by Roquan Smith. Any of, uh, you know, any Georgia, you know, fans know exactly who, who, who that is. Um, you know, you've got Patrick Queen, um, you know, as well. And it seems like, you know, Baltimore continues to turn over these, you know, these outstanding linebackers. They're going from, you know, Terrell Suggs to Ray Lewis to now, you know, Patrick Queen and Roquan Smith, who are, you know, both all pros. Uh, and I think that right now it's just got to be one of those, you know, those games where everybody is clicking on the same page. You got to go out and establish, you know, the um, you got to go out and establish, you know, the plays, go out and establish the timing. Um, And, and you've got to really just just really be there, you know, for each other. I think this is a get back game. Uh, I would love to see, you know, heavy dose of Evan uh, here. Love to see heavy dose of Calvin <laughs> if he, it, you know, depending on. If he decides to drop, catch the ball, run the route, whatever. I mean, it, it's just got to me. I, I would rather really just see this offense continue to show up, continue to execute, and then hope that the defense continue to do the same thing. Um, and really just just go out and just win a ba- win a game, man. Win a game on Sunday Night Football. Win a game with everyone's watching. Play clean slate. Play you know uh, sixty minutes of elite football. Let's get a dub. Like, that's really just what it all kind of comes down to. It's got to come down to, you know, being efficiency, you know, just running, you know, the route and doing what you're supposed to do and getting out of here with a, with a, with a victory, man. That, that's it. Like, yeah. I, I mean, that's what they got to do. And we have to find we cannot be one dimensional. Let's be real. Cam Robinson got injured. The running game went with it. Okay. All the, the, the continuity and consistency of the offensive line, the little that we did have is gone and we got to find a way to run the football we got to find a way to spell etn we we they have to get creative they need to really i think put a sense of urgency on that now they have countered with that with a lot of passing plays on you know in in like running situations they've been throwing the ball more to evan ingram and it's been working because Evan Ingram's doing great. It's just not producing W's. Um, so I feel like they've got to, you know, they've, they've got to make, you know, do something creative. You know, Baltimore loves to fire off the ball. You know, Clowney, you know, I think he's got like eight sacks this year already. Seven, eight yeah, sacks. I forgot about him. Yeah. So the, the, we, we need to make sure that he is not a part of anything that we're trying to do, meaning get him scheme away from him. But at the end of the day, it's really about them. It's about them. It's about those guys in the locker room. There's no doubt you know, Trevor is one of the top quarterbacks in this league. A lot of the, the, the nonsense that he's not. You got all these, got all these fantasy guys, okay? <laughs> okay, let's just take a step back for a second, just, just really quick. About, and I just want to come to his defense, man. We're, 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 we're nine to fives, fivers that make a podcast because we love our hometown team, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. And then you got professional football players that, and, and you know, they, they, they love what they do. They're out there because there's a passion. Yeah, they're getting paid, but there's a passion. But then you got some of these idiots online. Like there's this one fantasy guy. He, he's a fantasy football guru. 
and a journalist. So yeah, his profession is fantasy football because that tells him everything <laughs> Manage, he needs managing to know a fake about the team. <laughs> yeah. Like oh, he he doesn't have the stats, so he's not elite. All right. I can tell you what if he's so bad, then why did he take us to the playoffs this year? Why is he on the verge of taking us to the playoffs again? We are a franchise that was dang near dead in the water between him and Peterson. They brought us back to life. So don't ever say he don't ever think he's not one of the top QBs in the league. Justin Herbert is a top, he's a better core. Oh, really? Look where look where LA is. Look where they are. Derek Carr's a better quarterback than him? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. Josh Allen, everybody loves Josh Allen. He's got the big arm, the Bills, this. Bills, wada yada, whoop-de-whoop-de. Yeah. Okay, when we line up and play the Bills, like, we usually take it to them. Okay? So, at the end of the day, uh, what are we, like, 3-1 and one or 4-0 and oh in the last four against the Bills? Right? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> in other words, like, he's elite. Leave him alone. All right? They just have to figure things out. And, you know, in a, in a later episode, we'll talk. Put, I'm putting something together about that. But, you know, to, to focus on the Ravens, he, he just he, he has to get it together. And, you know, they got some injuries and they just have to work through it. It's part of the game. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. I, as a fan, I wouldn't I wouldn't have it any other way to say, you know, Trevor's our quarterback, man. That's but no team. Honestly, no team is like perfect right now. No team yeah. is healthy right now. I mean, it's the end mm-hmm. of the year. It's it's December, and you're playing meaningful football, and you know you just got to go out and make each rep, each snap count. Um, and and I think that eventually, I mean, I think eventually, of course, the playoff run is where we're gonna go. Um, I would hate an early round exit, but I think that the team right now uh ha- has got to you know have a have a defining you know moment and a defining kind of game that's gonna define how they're gonna go. That's gonna dictate, excuse me, how they're, they're gonna go into the playoffs. Last year they went 0 and 4 in October, uh, and then November, December was an actual absolute run. Uh, you know, this year right now, uh, you know they're going on, they're coming off of some adversity with a uh, with a two with a uh, a two game uh, losing streak right now. You know, got to overcome that adversity and put together something solid for these last four four wins. And you know, to tell you the truth, it's got to be building right now because if you look at it and the way that the current seating, excuse me, the way that the current seating is right now in the AFC. You've got the Browns, the Steelers, and the Colts, who's got an opportunity to to have a um, you know a wild card uh, you know uh, game against us here. We've already played the Steelers, beat them. Already played the Colts, beat them. Uh, and you got the Browns, who you know if if we've got to have Joe uh, you know come back up again, I would love to see this defense get another crack at it. So you got to have these last four have got to go in. You got to go in strong. You got to go in with a commanding um, you know uh, thought. And really just get ready to, you know, just take, just take this team, you know, further into, um, you know, the playoffs that we need to. Couldn't have said it better. Couldn't have said it better. Um, any last, last thoughts? My, my only thing is, Hey man, if you go into the game, bring your ponchos, uh, bring your, your, your Charlie Brown boots, um, <laughs> bring whatever it is you can to stay dry. Cause you're probably going to need it. Uh, hopefully it's not too bad. Um, you stop by the down by the bank tailgate. You might get some soggy beer and wings. <laughs> <laughs> soggy wings and wet beer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know if the trigger, uh, I don't know if the trigger fires up in the, uh, in the rain, in the wind, but. You oh, you know, know it does, man. You know, JK3 definitely tries. You know it does. But no, we're going to be there. We're super excited about it. It's another opportunity to, to watch our uh, favorite team, uh, take on one of the top teams in the league. And we just, we got to go for it. 
we gotta we gotta go for go for it all. But that's it, man. That's it for us. We we appreciate it. Hey, don't forget to drop us a review, please. Any five stars, anything less than five star, you got to tweet at us first and tell us why. Okay, JK3 is going to respond. And depending <laughs> upon what type of mood he's in, you know, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. But no, we appreciate any and all feedback and appreciate uh, everyone that listens. Um, and hey, go Jags. And we will talk to you guys soon. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.